2: Welcome to Two Black Guys With Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. It is Monday, the day before the big day. Dun, 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 Oh, my God, it's finally here. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God, exactly. I'm so tired of this. This has this. been the, the longest campaign season, I think, ever. Oh, but, my God. I, I but today's so, not a political show, Sean. So I don't know, Karen, do you have any two cents on politics before we, we get, get into what we're supposed to get into? Today? I mean,
3: your dog is happy,
2: oh, Maddie. I love you
4: guys. No politics here. This is all money all the way.
2: All right. Well, if you haven't voted, you bet you're running out of time. But today, the topic, it's another installment of Market Watch in partnership with Cadence. Our special guest, our friend, the fourth member of the group, Prath Reddy is here. Prath, welcome back to the show. You got it's a job, here, back, Prath.
3: Guys. You got a job, Prath. You're officially a two black guys with good credit. You have a job here with us. Prath got Prath
2: has a job now. Let's not I act know, like he's yeah. not working. I know he's, I got he's, a lot he's, of jobs these days. Can,
4: exactly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, Prath, welcome to the show. Have you voted yet? Uh of course, of course. I I early voted. I, I gotta I gotta put this in quickly. You, you, you know? finance guys <laughs> don't waste time. <laughs> no. All right. Well. Well,
2: before we get started with our topic, can you give us uh, an overview of what's been going on in the market?
5: Yeah, yeah, of course. So, you know, the market's obviously been super focused on the outcome of, you know, tomorrow's big day. But, you know, in addition to that, I think uh, we've been navigating through kind of Q3 earnings season uh, as well, where, you know, all the public companies out there uh, have been posting their results uh, in kind of the second true coronavirus quarter. Uh, So there's, you know, been really no big surprises here, really. Um, you know, I think airline and, and travel companies are continuing to kind of struggle hard for obvious reasons. And, you know, tech and media companies continue to do really well uh, with everybody sitting at home. Um, although on this, you know, it can cut kind of both ways, uh, as a lot of investors uh, and analysts out there you know, may have kind of overestimated how well some of these companies may have done uh, and then been disappointed when they didn't see the numbers uh, coming out as good as they may have hoped for. Uh, we kind of saw this with Netflix, uh, you know, a, a week or so ago, for example, where they, you know, still added, I think, two million subscribers, but you know, wasn't enough from an earning standpoint in terms of where everyone thought they'd shake out. So. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a a few more companies that should be releasing earnings over the next few weeks. So we'll continue to keep a watch.
4: Um, Awesome. Well, we'll find out the results in like we don't even know how many days. Sit tight, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Next episode, you're going to be telling us all about the results of this absolutely wild ride that we've been on. But in the meantime, we have a question for you this week. Okay. We mm-hmm. are getting deep in here with our finance, and there's two terms that we hear thrown around all the time. So we need to know exactly what they refer to, and I think they refer to two different things. So is one Is
2: it making right right
4: it rain? That's the third term. Is it WAP? <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: It's, guys, we're going to make it rain, but first we need to know what does it mean? What's the difference between these two terms, asset-backed and asset-based?
5: Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're really getting into the thick of it now. I like it. <laughs> um, so, so an asset-backed security is uh, is where you kind of pool a lot of different assets together. Um, you know, typically these are you know smaller assets uh, that are you know not as liquid. Um, and if you package them all together and you know issue a security against that, it's called you know uh, an asset-backed security, uh, as one would expect. Uh, This whole process of kind of pooling these assets together and selling debt against it is is called securitization. And so there's a whole, you know, institutional market out there that exists uh, for ABS, uh, the kind of the short the short form for it. So, you know, car loans, mortgages, credit card receivables. These are all like, you know, uh, assets that are commonly securitized into these ABS type of securities. Um, And then asset based lending, on the other hand, is a little bit different. it's basically lending against hard collateral. Uh, so, you know, if a company has a bunch of equipment, for example, uh, that they use in like manufacturing, um, they can put that equipment up as you know collateral, as value against uh, a loan that they can take out and use those proceeds for, for whatever they would like. But in that case, like the lender, you know, can always repossess that underlying asset, that equipment, and kind of sell it at scrap value or whatever value it is. Um, to recoup in the event that, you know, whoever they lend this to can't pay back the loan. So it's a little bit different. So
3: okay. Karen, you can land on uh, based on that beautiful background drop that you have there. You know, oh, you that's that. No that. <laughs> well, speaking
4: of my beautiful background, can an asset-backed security, can, the, can that asset be something tangible like uh, a masterpiece painting or, or, or a bunch of priceless art? Can, can you securitize stuff?
5: Yeah. Yeah. You can securitize stuff. Um, you know, I think traditionally it's, it's usually reserved for like financial assets. So loans <laughs> or receivables or things like that, that are easily. Put into Yeah. near your cash or, you know, you can easily uh, put them into entities and sell, you know, debt against if you know a claim on a car or a claim on a house, for example, I mean, is a loan basically. So it's just kind of transforming a hard asset into a financial asset
4: So this is what what got us into trouble in 2008, right? These mortgage-backed securities?
5: If anyone's seen like the big short, obviously that movie or, you know, just been around back in 2008, um, you know, mortgage-backed securities is what got us into trouble. And um, that was when, you know, basically banks were packaging up all these mortgages across the street, uh, selling, you know, these securities to a whole bunch of investors around the world. And nobody knew how bad those mortgages were because the originators of those mortgages you know, kind of loosen their underwriting standards to the point where they were just, you know, giving mortgages to anybody who could, you know, walk into their office. Um, right. And then you know, there was no I transparency. Right.
1: right.
3: Let, let's let's get into a little bit more about pooling, because I know sometimes you throw these terms out. And for the listener, there's still terms that they're not understanding quite clearly. Now, when you say pooling, you know, you mean it's like you're grouping things together, you're pocketing them mm-hmm. together. And you're, why aren't you selling them individually versus grouping them versus pooling them? Why are they, why are they pooled together?
5: Yeah, so it, it comes down to uh, kind of diversification and de-risking. You know what investors are buying at the end of the day, because the uh, you know the the theory is this, right? If you if you buy one loan from one obligor or borrower, and that borrower doesn't repay, then you know your likelihood of getting your money back is tied to that one borrower repaying. Got you. Um, But if you have a pool of those loans, uh, it would take a lot of those borrowers not to repay for you to see the similar level of loss. So it's all about diversification.
3: Got you. Makes sense.
5: Are asset-backed securities regulated? Uh, They are. So in the institutional market, uh, ABS securities are regulated by the SEC uh, under Reg A-B um and so there's all sorts of disclosure that you know any of these types of issuers need to make uh in order to issue these to to investors and there's all sorts of reporting requirements on a quarterly basis uh to be able to do it what
3: about credit ratings are they rated like like bonds
5: yeah yep these are i mean these are asset-backed you know bonds effectively at the end of the day so all the major rating agencies uh rate them um according to you know their own methodologies um and and they all differ
3: does no. Cadence look at a certain rating? Like, there's a threshold that you guys have.
5: So we don't necessarily follow the rating agencies' methodologies for what we're doing because, um, uh, a, you know, everything that we're doing is is kind of esoteric in nature. And I know I just threw a big word out there. We so that <laughs> big
3: Only you and Karen got
5: that one. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's like, no, it's not.
4: <laughs> I love that. So, you
5: do that. It's a Williamsburg so word, right? Meaning, Go ahead. like you know, we we're, 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 exactly yeah. We, we 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 spit out esoteric when we're drinking our you know kind of cappuccinos on the street corner and stuff. And South Ninth um, Street. No, so, North 8th, In <laughs> <And> Kent. <laughs> so what I mean by esoteric is like it, it's not mortgages, it's not auto loans, it's not the stuff that you would you know see a really big market for uh, in the institutional space. So these are you know, funkier assets is what I like to call them. They could be, you know, uh, cash flows from royalties, for example, um, or kind of small business loans or, you know, stuff that, you know, you typically haven't seen securitized in the past. Cool. And, and so because of that, uh, we don't really follow the rating agency's methodologies for everything that we do because we're also operating in a much smaller space. And, you know, the companies that we work with, uh, may not be able to kind of live up to those standards that you would expect from really large deals. So it just doesn't work well. But we have our own underwriting criteria that we we have modeled after the methodologies, but it's not quite a one for one. Does that make it more riskier, your cadence investments? Yeah, I mean, inherently, they they are riskier than, you know, your your institutional ABS deals, just by nature of uh, the smaller companies involved and the limited, more limited track record that they have um but we like to combat that by providing a lot more disclosure to investors so as i mentioned before in the institutional market uh you kind of get quarterly reports uh from from everyone that's involved in in our market we've created you know as frequently as daily reports or weekly reports so as an investor you actually have a much better handle of how the underlying you know assets or collateral is performing in that in that security
2: what are the typical returns on on each
5: yeah, so if you looked at that, you you understand why the uh, the risk is you know the way it is. So you know in the asset backed world, it's typically around five percent or so, depending on you know which rating category you're at. So like a AAA ABS bond could be as low as you know two percent or you know three percent in that range uh, on a per annum basis, whereas the stuff that we have on Cadence um, is in the eight to fifteen percent range. So, wow. So let me, clearly, let me
3: let me let me double up on that question. So what's your success rate then?
5: So our success rate has been great. Uh, we, we've only had, uh, since inception, our default rate uh, since the very beginning is is hovering around 1.6%. Wow,
3: that's amazing. That means, Karen, yeah. for every 10 dates you have, only you're going to have one bad date. Not even, okay? Nine yeah. are going to be great dates. Nine are going to be wine and dine, and the, there's going to be one you're like, nah, I'm not going there again.
4: I mean, when We're- I go on dates, 10 out of 10 are great. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, well, that will lead to Karen. You don't have a question. I'm waiting for this cadence for the Karen okay, question okay. Of
4: the day. Okay, the Karen question right, of the day. Listen. You got it. All right, listen.
3: We've
4: been talking. We've been talking. Ask this. I'm hearing a lot of oh ask. ask that, okay. Ask, ass all day long is what I'm hearing on the show. Uh, 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 my
3: question
2: is
4: before we throw it back. We
3: just went from PG to AA, okay? Not okay. R and Karen. Don't go R, please.
4: Listen, this Double is an a. assful, an assful episode. So here's my question. What are the company assets that you typically secure a loan against?
5: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's usually receivables. Actually, at the end of the day, so like if uh, if a company is expected to make some sales, and then they're um, they make those sales, and then they're owed, you know, the revenue from their clients. So that's a receivable at the end of the day. So there's a lot of our originators that are in this space where they're uh, it's called factoring against those receivables. So you can pull together all those receivables into you know uh, into into an entity and, and sell bonds against that. Um, and in addition to that, there's, there's also, uh, you know, just loans that are extended based on future sales as well. So that's kind of, um, you know, advancing against future revenue. And so these advances can also be kind of pulled together and, and sold into a vehicle and issued a, you know, issue a bond against as well. So So, those are, those are some two, two common things that we see.
3: In summary, Karen, Cadence has enough ass sets for everyone.
5: Okay,
4: just checking because I'm intrigued and I want to make some money on your ass asset, asset backed assets. Asset-backed
2: ass. Wow. I'm into this hour. Oh, ass- right. right. Okay, Matt, can you just end this up? To all of our listeners out there, the, part of the reason why we're doing these Market Watch shows is because it's aspirational. and oh, we, my God. <laughs> so, so we want to thank you, Pratt, for sharing with us and explaining to us asset-backed, asset-based, and uh, bringing us another Market Watch in partnership with Cadence. We appreciate you. So... Why don't you tell the people how they can uh, get in touch with you if they want to talk some more assets?
5: Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so anybody can uh, check us out at www.withcadence.io. Um, you can sign up for a free account there. Check out all of our deal flow. There's a chat box as well, so you can, uh, you know, ask us any questions that you'd like.
4: Hey.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Prath. We appreciate you. Um, and this brings this episode of Market Watch in partnership with Cadence, to a close, I'm Matt Smith, uh, a part of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes.
4: And I'm Karen Margolis, one third of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And I'm black and I have good credit. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and i'm sean the better half of two black guys with good credit like i say every episode keep your money in your damn pocket and send us a shout us out and send us an email at tbgwgc at gmail.com that's your acronym for two black guys with good credit at gmail.com and also you i'm losing my train of thought Matt. come on i can't think about all these assets okay and also please rate us on wherever you listen to podcasts itunes give us a five-star rating and pratt don't ask nobody. Just be about it, and I'm out.
0: with good
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mmm! Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, Award winning insights and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com/slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA, copyright 2024. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.